2: Tangerines are whores. Afterwards, and he was like, "Nope," and they're like, "Okay, never mind then." <laughs> that really pisses me off.
4: I I'm concerned for all uh, comics. I was physically assaulted in January of last year in Billings, Montana. What? At, yes, and not at a comedy. At, at doing a comedy show at the mic, a guy who was I wasn't giving him the time of day before the show. I was there to work. Mm-hmm. And uh he came up to me and he grabbed my ass and he said, I can't believe I said that into a microphone. Uh he grabbed my ass in front of everybody and said, you can't say no now.
0: What Don't the fuck? The of what turned, kind of rape culture bullshit is that? I
4: turned around and I looked at him and I said to him in a voice that he could hear and nobody else could because it was off mic. I just turned around and I said, I am going to snap you in half. I don't know why I said that. It should have fucking
2: happened, too. That is To to me, it's unconscionable to think that somebody else can be allowed on your stage when you're getting paid as a performer and do that type of shit and get away with it. It was a small
4: bar where everybody has a sense of ownership. Not Mm. one person said, leave her alone or anything. Not one person did anything. Afterwards, I then no I just- No bartenders, I, no bouncers, no You no got to tell your comedy friends just, not to go
0: fucking to that place oh, ever again.
4: Absolutely, I did. Um, I, what was this place? It, and this was um, like the rooster in where outside of uh, Billings, Montana. All right, mm.
2: well, fuck the
0: rooster yeah, in Billings, yeah. Montana. Montana.
4: And and uh, the
0: fucking security sucks.
4: I turned around. Um, afterwards, you know, I just turned back to the mic and I said, I'm going to my closer. I'm not, you know, I just closed and I was at 45 probably. So I was close to my end anyway. So afterwards the owner or manager or whoever paid me, she apologized. And I was like, no. A little late. Exactly. Yeah. No. So, okay. I did, I did cry afterwards. I mean, I didn't there, but I went into my car and I cried and then I started calling comics. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Don't ever come to this fucking bar. Yeah, that's
2: the way the it bad. should be done. That's fucking unacceptable and should never happen. It shouldn't happen anywhere where somebody thinks that they can just go grab somebody's ass anyway. Yeah, that. Yeah. and then to be What kind to, of culture is so and the 80s. Things it's that ridiculous. you can go and do it on somebody while they're performing or um, at their job. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck them. Let's drink some fucking scotch instead.
0: Excellent idea! Welcome to another episode of Bruise, Boost, Reviews. Yeah, that's bullshit. A childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host Knox. With me today is Big Ern. I'm here
2: and Chris. Uh, I'm here with hands to myself. <laughs> 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 what is that? Your roommate?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ern gets the first point of the day. Let's <laughs> see of these. All right, and we have special guests with us again, cousin Tori. Yo, how are you? Excellent. And we have uh, comedian Jenny Lou jo- uh you know, gracing us with her presence, as always.
4: Hey! Hi. Yeah, thanks fun for coming back, guys. Yeah, fun N- to be for here. Making,
3: thanks for driving all the way from Bismarck to be here, and then you probably got to go right back to Bismarck again, right? Yeah, right after Another show. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, so, welcome, guys. Uh, how, how have you guys been?
3: I am still trying to recuperate from last week's prom.
0: Yeah, with your injuries. I got, I, apparently, I <laughs> fell. You time travel?
3: And uh, yeah, I got a big bruise on my leg starting to go away. Th- this will help. <laughs> that was, a, <laughs> yep, that that was, was the up.
2: worst fucking cork pop I've ever heard.
0: I don't know. We got it on noise. Or on, we on got mics. it on noise. We, we, got, noise. It on we noise. got it on yeah,
2: mic, goddammit. So we're good to go. All right. So this week, again, uh, we're doing Space Side Scotches. Part two of Space Side Scotches. So last week, we talked about. Glenn Livet, Glenn Fittick, and Glenn Moray. I kind of set it up so we were doing your quintessential. This is what space sides are supposed to be, these fruity, floral things. We ended with the port cask finish one. Mm -hmm. Um, This week, um, we're going a little bit a Crazy. little bit more outside of what Speysides are, what Speysides can be, right? So these are still going to probably have more of that fruity floral thing that you get from spaceside scotches. Um, we're going to start with the Balvenie Doublewood, so again a double-aged cask one. We're going to do Kirkland 23-year, which is cold. a sherry cask finish, and then Macallan Harmony Collection, which is uh, expensive. Uh, yeah, a little bit different. So these are a little more outside the norm. I think Belveny is kinda gonna remind us of what space sides really are, but the other two are gonna be a little bit different. So I'm excited to explore and go deeper into the space eyes.
0: Like what well, like what Prince said in one of his songs, Let's Go Crazy. That's right. Mm-hmm.
4: So when you say what space sides really are, do you mean like last week's was the bar for what space Cor-
2: correct correct yep. right this is what space are so there's like 60 fucking distilleries in space side right. right there's a lot of them and they're all going to kind of walk that line of fruity floral decadent rich um creamy you know a little bit more of that the sweeter notes um there there are still some space that have a little bit more of that smoke and peat okay but
4: that's the bar. Definitely
2: not like Isla, but
4: what the we... Glenlivet,
2: the Glenfiddich. That's what you associate with space eyes. Okay. These are going to still be in that line, but the second and third one are going to be a little bit different.
4: What we had last week set the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Smoking Pete was my amateur uh, magician name back in. <laughs> smoking Pete. Yeah. yeah.
2: Smoking Pete. Uh, he was smoking hot with the I hand gestures. Like, I do like your hand gestures. Thank you.
0: <laughs> they transferred very well to the audio yeah. platform.
3: Here, I'll get it closer to the mic. Yeah, so right. we can hear that. Smokin',
4: <laughs> smoking <laughs> Pete was the uh, aftermath of my honeymoon. <laughs> ah, ha,
0: ha. Holy shit. jaydee get the second point. All right. Woo-wee. So let's get to the first one here. That's a sex
2: joke. That's a sex joke. <laughs> in case people were wondering. Oh, no, I get it. I get it now.
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, just like prom back in high school. No sex.
2: It sucks.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, All right. Do oh, you oh, want to make this one?
2: Get him wet and he's totally slammable. <laughs> all right. Oh, s- settle down, Nathan.
0: <laughs> all right. This first one that we're going to try is the Balveny Doublewood 12. 2018 oh, yeah, marked sure the 25th anniversary of the Balvenie Wood, Aged 12 years. This milestone is not only a testament to the craftsmen who have dedicated their working lives to making Balvenie the handcrafted way, but to the skill of our malt master, who throughout his 55-year career has changed the face of Scotch, work which earned him an MBE in 2016. And I have no idea what an MBE uh, mostly is. Mostly
2: balance-enabled. Gotcha. I don't right. fucking know that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Doublewood 12 was Might launched. Might be exquisite. Might be ex- There you go.
0: Might be exquisite. Doublewood 12 was launched in 93 using a process designed by our malt master, David Stewart in 82, now commonly known as wood
2: finishing. Is it Marlon Brando's erection? I've got, I, I love acronyms.
4: I, I think it's malt beverage. Elixir? Expert. Oh. Oh.
2: Expert. Engineer.
4: Yeah.
2: Mob beverage engineer.
0: Here we go. To make the Balveny Doublewood, David Stewart, MBE, takes whiskey that has spent at least 12 years in traditional whiskey casks, American oak ex-bourbon barrels and hogsheads, and moves it to a Spanish oak ex-oloroso sherry casks for an additional nine months. The whiskey is then transferred to large oak vessels called tons T-U-N-S, for three to four months to allow the whiskies from individual casks to marry. The Balvey Double Wood Single Malt Whiskey gains its distinctive character from being matured in two different wood types. Each stage lends different qualities to the resulting single malt whiskey. The traditional casks soften and add delicate character the sherry wood brings depth and fullness of flavor, and the final few months in our t- tons allow the whiskeys to marry harmoniously.
2: Yeah, for how long?
1: Romantic.
2: It is very romantic. That's, yeah, exquisite.
4: I, I have a question about the hogshead.
2: Uh, it's, I believe that's just Smaller, a different size barrel. Yeah. Oh, oh small, thank
4: small you. Barrels. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm a I, vegetarian. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Oh fuck! You get yeah, one of
1: nope, these nope, today. Nope. Nope.
0: Nope.
3: No. Um, I, I get a little bit of brain on the aroma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Some eyeball. Head cheese. Head cheese.
0: Okay. So the nose, you should get sweet fruit and oloroso sherry notes layered with honey and vanilla. Huh.
1: Honey and vanilla on the nose for sure.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I almost for some reason get a little mo- more of that earthiness on this. Like almost some peat or something. It's
2: well, a, just it's that a hog's kind. head. <laughs> I think I think you're getting more grain.
4: Ooh. That makes Don't so much sense. Don't boss me.
2: Yeah. I'm not bossing you. I'm just telling you what you fucking feel. <laughs> well, time someone did. Beca- because I'm a good date. <laughs> <laughs> But you do get – so this definitely not does not have as much of the fruit-forward characteristic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You get more of the mash bill in this. You get more of the wood. Um, You get some of the sweetness but not the fruits.
4: I'm well, definitely getting wood.
2: I get leather on this one can, a lot. If I, can see, I can see it from over here
0: it has got that lady with that happened. kind
4: of
2: attitude. You will. <laughs> it's because you're wearing stretchy pants. I noticed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I definitely get that sweeter, that malted barley notes on the nose that a lot in this one. Must be what I'm
3: getting then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chris may be right. <laughs> and this is, I don't know if it was stated. Uh, it's 43 percent.
0: Oh. So it's the highest one
2: of the day so far, of the yeah. Day so far, yeah. yeah it's the, also it the, first the first
0: one.
2: <laughs> I think, um, once you start drinking it though,
3: oh, yeah, that's right.
2: That's you next. get some more light fruit notes, yep. a lot more sweetness comes through than it does on the nose. Um, it dries out a bit from the wood, but you know, this is more vanilla. So, and I yeah, think, right, okay, so we're talking ex bourbon cask, right? So, this is the type of thing that. If you drink bourbon and you want to get into scotch, Balvenie Doublewood is probably You're a, a nice at door. The, the brief, most right? excellent door, This yes. is the one to walk through. Mm-hmm. And then you can lead into some of the other directions that Speysides or Scotches have yeah. to offer. But this is probably what I would start a lot of people that are into bourbon on. Because you uh, get you get some of those familiar characteristics. You get the oak. The oak vanilla. You get the vanilla. A little right? bit of caramel. Yeah. The malty. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I kind of like the flavor more I like the nose in this one. I do get some of that Oloroso Sherry notes in the flavor, which I like because again, for the second week in a row, I got to tell you guys, I love Sherry. I love these fortified wines that we're doing these on.
4: So is, the, is this Sherry as well? Is this is the cask?
2: Yep. Oloroso Sherry? Yep.
1: Uh, ha,
4: ha.
1: Being the son of a, wood, of a woodworker like I am, I, I like the smell. It reminds me of my dad's cabinet shop.
2: So uh, he was a big drinker too, huh?
1: Yeah, actually. Oh, oh my God. Oh God. He... When
2: he grabbed you by the fucking shirt, thought you were drinking his Jack Daniels. Yeah. That
1: was fucking great. That was probably Scary. the best day of my life. Yeah, I like being scared, turns Kinda out. He
2: threatened him. I laughed my ass off. He literally reached across the table because he'd noticed that he was almost out of Jack Daniels. And Lynn grabs Tori by the shirt collar and pulled him in and goes, You have been drinking my whiskey, boy? <laughs> He goes, nope. Mine's right back here. He goes, ah, fuck. Don't tell your mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy you a car. No, what he said is, oh, shit. Your mom's going to be pissed. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Just grabbed him by
2: the shirt collar. Made me giggle.
0: Oh, Oloroso but, sherrys uh, bring out some more of that leather, dried fruits and polished wood and exotic spices flavors versus other sherrys.
2: So these other ones that we had drank last week, again, Gladenfitica, I believe, is finished an Oloroso sherry as well, right? Yep. Um, but you should get some uh, nuttiness too as well. But this Belvini is, is just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it hits a little different. It's a little brighter, I think. I,
0: I would say rounder. If that can be a verb to describe a taste, which is weird, uh, that's what I would say, though, I think... It makes sense?
2: I think differently of this than both of you. Um, I think it comes across uh, with a little more sweetness, less fruit, and I get a little more spice to it, but that bourbony spices.
3: Yeah, that's Myself. what I get. It's like a, a bourbon. I get a little bit of the heat, and
2: a lot of that... Uh, Oak and vanilla, uh, bourbonish. Type. Being a big bourbon guy, I uh, this is I really enjoy the Balvenie Double Wood.
0: Yeah, I think this is really good. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna probably rate
2: I th- this. One. I think it maybe feels smokier, mm-hmm. right?
4: It feels smokier. It's lacking the peat, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I I really like this. This was photo worthy. Yeah, I took a photo for future reference.
2: Gotcha. Perfect. So do you want to start it out?
4: I am at a four point five. Yeah, I think me too. How about you, Ernie?
3: I will uh yeah, I'll do a four point five. Chris? It's, uh,
2: yeah, it's really good. Four point five. Four point five. <laughs> Actually, let's go back. 4.25. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> you would. I did that on purpose. Because <laughs> now I do have to use my calculator. Your calculator. But yeah, I mean, in a word, scrumptious, huh, though? Mm.
1: I, yeah. I'd really like it, yeah. I should have this in my cabinet.
2: There's, um yeah, there was so many different things that I wanted to bring for you guys today,
1: but you can't drink 32
2: scotches. <laughs> you didn't uh, even ask. Episode. <laughs> yeah, right? But they make. You didn't a, even give us the option. They make a Caribbean cask. Uh I that, think it's Caribbean that's aged in rum, uh, mm. ex rum barrels that has this unreal. Ooh, sweetness. that sounds it's so fuck I would like too. that. Yeah. So the 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 idea today was to start introducing you guys to these other opportunities that are with Space Side. So cool. Well, the average for the Belvini Double Wood Twelve Year
3: is four point four five. It's a good yep. start. Makes yeah. sense.
4: That's a high yeah. start. Yeah,
3: out of five, that's excellent. Awesome. Nice. All right. Job. What's next on the docket?
0: So, well, wait. How, how many expressions does Balvenie have? Should I?
2: I didn't count. Oh, but a lot of them, though. Four? I don't know. <laughs> All Scotch makers tend to have various age statements or various cask finish. Right. Cause Glenn Levitt probably has a twelve, a fifteen, an eighteen, a twenty-three. Right.
0: I know the eighteen's most popular as far as the flavors go on the on, on each Dude, of those from last old, week
2: the 18 year old Scotches I've had have been fucking incredible. Yeah. Um age statement you know doesn't necessarily mean better or worse. Sometimes too long in a barrel can absolutely mm-hmm. destroy a, a a good whiskey but And we're going to find out with this 23 year coming up next. Yeah. So this one's from Kirkland so we don't know what distillery uh, they or what distilleries they get from well, here's what we do know. All now. we do know is that it's a 23 year old and it's uh, from Spayside. It's sold it's in a It's single
3: with two children.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's got a, two part time jobs.
0: So it's bottled by well known it... independent bottler Alexander Murray, the source of both Costco and Trader Joe's single malt. Ah, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> the, the giant independent bottler of Scot- Scotch whiskey. Scorch! Is, a, a scorch. scorch! is actually based in California. I don't know.
3: Yeah, it says it right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should know now. Yeah, you know. I, no, we all know. So anyway, um, but all uh, what we really know is that it's Speyside and it's 23 years old. Minimum age, right? Sherry cask finish. And it's, Olor- yeah, I believe Oloroso Sherry Cask. It's
0: 46% right? ABV.
2: Yeah, so yeah. this is the highest ABV right now. And it is yeah, It'll be the highest mm-hmm. ABV. And yeah, so here's the thing, right? These are usually secondary finishes, right? right. When you look at a bourbon that's 7, 10 years old, it's dark. Mm-hmm. You look at a 12-year-old scotch, it's not that dark. Because you're getting less of that color from the wood because it's already been absorbed. Had but. some shit taken from it. So, but this twenty three, this is bourbon dark. Yeah. This is a dark, yep. dark fucking drink.
0: Finished for a minimum of twenty two months in Oloroso sherry casks.
2: So yeah, so yeah, I so should uh, get some complex zest of orange citrus. And this is in that 80 ninety dollar range.
4: What was the other?
2: That's a great question. I think that was in the fifties. Okay, I'll cool. have to look that up. The Balvenie. Oh, uh, I vanilla? had
0: too, I had I had too much of that um uh germex on my hands. That's all I smell now. Damn it.
2: Oh, uh, the bell had to pee. Is, Yeah. 50 to 60.
3: Uh Vanilla and butterscotch on the nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweets mm-hmm. sweetness, some sort of sweetness. A little banana.
0: Yep. Yeah, I do get I banana. Get, yeah. You're right. Good one Tor. Banana bread. Um I get that sherry cask that kind of like grapey
2: you get grape grape i get like I get darker ch- darker cherry plum. almost like luxardo style um cherry i get plum
4: instead of honey i'm getting molasses like that brown sugar that they're talking about that makes get, sense. it's it's more like yeah. molasses than honey
1: i agree yes
0: completely brown sugar
1: it's kind of pleasant
0: with mm, like a uh yeah. A squirt of uh, uh, grapefruit on it. You mentioned last sugar. week you would wear oh, some of this sugar. as
1: cologne. Yeah. How I about this one?
4: I don't think I'd wear this. Oh, I'd, I'd... I don't know.
2: I would. This I is would totally really fucking drink this, though.
4: Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd drink it.
3: So we've, uh, Chris, we've also had some other things from Kirkland, correct? Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. a, mm. that. was it a bourbon? Kirkland bourbon? We did
2: have a seven-year-old yeah. bourbon. I don't think it was our favorite. It there. was not our favorite. It wasn't no. terrible, but um, probably for the something price. Something that we
0: would use for mixed beverages. Cocktails, right. for sure. Yeah.
3: You know, for d- for people that come over. Yeah. Not for ourselves. Well, I
2: would, still we like, like, like the I good do. stuff.
4: I would have this rather than dessert.
0: Yeah, this one's actually really this good. scotch.
4: Yeah. It's so sweet.
2: It's sweet, but there's there's cinnamon uh to it. Or a spiciness mm-hmm. to it. It it comes across hotter, um, but it also comes across fruitier. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of layers to this one. It uh, lingers you, yeah. on the tongue.
3: Like, you can smell it, the it, yeah. pear taste. It lasts for days. It's weird. Yeah, it's
2: oily. Yeah.
4: I think it's more nutmeg than Ooh. cinnamon.
2: There we okay, go. Okay, there we go. I like that. Well, I, yeah. I knew it was a spice. Yeah. I'm just yeah, not good with the spice spicy. girls. <laughs> yeah. It was... I don't know which one's which. Don't ask, don't tell. But yeah, there there's more more heat on the finish as mm-hmm. well. But that finish just fucking it doesn't stop. You have a drink and yeah. it...
4: That's why I'd like it instead of a dessert, because why mess with this? I got a
0: funny note for you. I get
2: Hilarious!
0: You guys was ever have
3: any though? <laughs> oh, that was flat.
0: Oh, come
3: on, dogs. Pick your head up. <laughs> Turn that frown <laughs> upside Jesus down. Christ.
0: You guys ever had one of those, uh, like, slurpees from 7 Eleven that's Coke flavored? No. <laughs> that that's a funny. fucking shame because they're uh, back in my college <laughs> days when I'd get high, like really high, I'd get one of those Coke slurpees and I would be fine for a couple hours after that. It'd be great. So, I, for some reason, I get some of that cola. Off the flavor on so the some finish, some of the
2: herbs that they use for to, to make it, yeah, po- yeah, that makes probably, sense.
0: yeah. I get some of the cola flavor on the finish, and that, that's the first time I've ever said that ever about a finish on a whiskey ever. So this is new to me.
2: I like how it's warming in your mouth too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Your mouth starts to get warm and almost tingle. You and then could be having a stroke too. There, there could be drinking a lot. There could be some licorice on here or
1: something. Ooh, anise. A little bit.
4: Yes. I can yeah.
1: That or yeah. that or a mint. Anise. Blindfolded, I don't know if I could tell the difference between this scotch and a bourbon.
0: Hmm. That's interesting.
2: Oh. Uh, unless the bourbon is sherry cask finished, you absolutely could. But it's wonderful because it doesn't so a bourbon to me comes across a little more astringent. It's going to be a little more prickly on the tongue. Um, typically, something, especially if it was twenty three years old, it's going to be fucking hot as fuck. Um, it says that you
0: must get some like dried tea, like
4: mm. uh,
2: maybe, this. yeah,
0: makes
4: sense. I I sipped and thought, uzo, like, uzo, and I definitely can can taste the anise.
2: You should scroll a little bit on there. Or
4: the anise flavor. I know there's not anise in here, but chemically it makes that flavor. Oh, okay. Click
2: click buttons.
4: Oh, look at you. Oh. Okay. Apricot.
0: Earthy, sulfuric, cinnamon, pepper, leathery on the finish.
1: This okay. is all on the website we're looking at, by yeah. the way. So, He's just randomly saying words. Whiskey, well, no, but like, it, it makes
2: whizley.net. sense because when, it, uh, when it's finishing, I do get... Some of that maybe it is pepper then because mm-hmm. it's some it's sort of spice. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's just so many things that happen every time I go back to drink it. It, it it's it it's does weird one, that I like this. It does wonderful things in my mouth. You should try it, Tori. What to do, do wonderful, wonderful thing things? in your mouth? <laughs> the Scotch weirdo. Oh. oh, oh. oh. <laughs> It's That's like, what. We're but doing I doing guess this. if we're there, I mean, just two comfortable, comfortable cousins. cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Holy You're, fuck. Here we go. Check
3: us out Is that uh, on CBS. It's on w,
2: WGN seven seven thirty five.
3: <laughs> it's only a fifteen minute show. It's it's a, a,
2: yeah. It's right after Belky Bartaka moves.
4: <laughs> so far, I'd like to watch your family reunions. <laughs> I don't oh, want to be there. I want to watch the family reunions.
1: <laughs> you should have, have been there for sort the of cool. cooler races we had at the park oh, that one oh, yeah, year. That, that was epic. good time. a good time. Good time.
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, my final notes on this are for fucking 80 bucks at Kirkland or Costco, it wouldn't be a bad one to have in your library, honestly.
2: No, it's kind of surprising. Yeah. I will always have... A bottle of their uh single malt i for the price it's it's a banger for a twenty three year old uh scotch it's really tasty it's really well priced and you can sit and think about it for a while mm-hmm. go read a book sip on this
0: there you go uh starts off ernie
2: really yep uh four point five yeah four or five
1: are you sure Tori. 100%. 375. Didn't like it, huh? Jenny. Not my favorite.
4: 4.5.
1: Especially for 80 bucks.
0: Uh, I'm going to give this one a a 4.25.
1: I enjoyed how it pissed in my mouth. (laughs) It peed. Golden shower. Some people are into that. Some people
0: aren't. 4.25 knocks.
3: All right. So the average for Kirkland's signature 23-year-old is 4.3.
0: If I remember correctly, I um I also did the <clears throat> Glen Fiddick and the Glen Levitt at four point two five, yeah, or four point two five and then four point zero. Correct. So to have this, like in my opinion, be up there with those is saying fucking something about Costco's brand yeah. liquors.
2: I mean, it, it's kind of surprising. fucking
0: Alexander Murray. Nice job on you guys. Or for you, for uh, choosing this and, and distilling it. or We
3: are the real winners here.
0: We though. are the real winners.
4: I think they've stepped up their game. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we have to remember that Trader Joe's also carries this.
2: Yeah. hmm Yeah, I mean, you, you get what you pay for, man. Yeah, I think I would
3: see, oh, I'm going to get a bottle of scotch at, uh, what was it, Costco? Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't think, is like, uh is you know, I paid, you, and you thinking like eighty dollars at,
0: at, at listen eighty bucks at Costco is like one hundred and sixty versus like forty dollars for the Glenlivet yeah.
2: twelve. Actually, I bought both this Kirkland and both the Balvenie Doublewood at Kirkland.
0: Did you? Yep. At Costco, you mean? That's what I said.
4: Okay.
2: <laughs> uh
0: but so, but I mean to compare the two, it's like. If you were to They're have different. this 23-year space side single mulch made by a distiller that has a Glen in the beginning of their names, it would probably be a $140 bottle at least,
2: right? You think? Right. Well, we can't speculate. We don't know where it's from. Well, that's the whole point
0: of the it's podcast. Gonna, Let's gonna,
2: fucking speculate. It's not about speculating. It's about trying and doing, you Gotcha. dink. All right. <laughs> Fine. But, dink, dink. But I mean, it, yes, find dink, a 23-year-old Scotch. At that price point, you're not going to do it. No.
0: So why don't we take a break real quick for our ad breaks, uh, for our oh, ad and reads, we're I'm sorry. going
2: to finish heavy in our mouths. Yeah, we're going to finish Macallan. so heavy
0: and oh so expensive. God. We'll be right back after this. I'm gonna heavy suck. in
2: my mouth. I'm going to suck my own. Uh, nothing.
0: Nothing, nothing at all.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, neighbors. Knox here. And I want to tell you all about our sponsor, Bridgeview Liquor. Conveniently located at 935 37th Avenue, South of Moorhead, just off of I-94, they are our favorite off-sale store in town. Why may you ask? Mainly it's because they have the largest beer selection in the area, but they also have a wine section that is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller independent wineries and European wines of all types. When it comes to service and staff knowledge, I think they are the best around. There have been more than a few times that I have asked questions, (laughs) some of them stupid, and they have the best answers. And more importantly, they don't make me feel like an idiot for asking. Three Saturdays out of the month, they also hold spirit classes, teaching you all about that specific alcohol. Their classes are very informative and fun. We've been to more than one, and we plan on going to more in the future for sure. For more on these classes, head over to their Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor, hover over their events tab, and you can pick and choose whichever topics you want to know more about. And for a minimal fee, you can enjoy a class or 10 as much as we have. One of my most favorite things also that Bridgeview does is post up their huge beer releases with a picture, tagging all the breweries that they just got beer from. So you can click on the brewery to find out more about them and the beers themselves. So head over to Facebook, find Bridgeview, like their page, and make sure to follow them to be notified of Bridgeview news. As an added bonus, when checking out at Bridgeview, if you mention the podcast Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you will receive 10% off your entire purchase. So head over to Bridgeview today for all your spirit purchases.
3: Hello, neighbors. This is Big Urn from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Do you want to know what's going on in the Fargo, West Fargo, Moorhead area? You need to check out FargoUnderground.com for all that you need to know on what's going on in the area. They have on their events tab information on where you can see live music, comedy, art, theater, what movies are playing in the area, where you can go play trivia or sing karaoke. Holy crap, right? How convenient is that? So for all the news on what's up in the Fargo area, check out FargoUnderground.com. And thanks for listening to me, I mean us, on Brews, Booze, and Reviews.
2: Cheers! Ding! There was somebody at our high school, and this was before I was old enough to... No, I, I didn't to know purchase the alcoholic it, No, of it your was own. it was years prior to me being at that high school. But they're like, yeah, we remember this guy. He like failed four years in a row. So on lunch breaks, he would go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd have a drink and uh, whatever bar food they were serving, then go back to school, and they had to be like, "Do you want to fail again?" <laughs> like, oh dude, I'm old drink, what the fuck is your problem? Just because you're 21 doesn't mean you can go and drink and then come back to school. It's was like, "Well, we're not 21 and we're doing it." Like, why are you mad at that dude?
4: But where you were. <laughs> they they could have crossed the border at 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Canada. That, that happened at my high yeah. school. I
1: like I grew up 3 miles from the Canadian border. Uh-huh. And all my classmates did that. What town? Yeah. West Hope. Okay.
4: Yeah, just cross the border, go to the uh, the bar, come back to there high There were no uh, close
2: was, liquor stores, though, in Canada. We uh, had to drive at least 35 minutes to get to a, a town in Canada to buy alcohol. I was kind 25? of pissed
1: because my family moved away from that area my senior year, so I never got to partake in that kind of debauchery. <laughs> in <Tradition. laughs> that tradition? Right. Um, um, I like tradition better than debauchery. <laughs> that was a better word. Thank that you. is Debauch. a
2: better word. Look at you. You nailed it. I'd like uh, to know what fucking
0: year that they came up with. Uh, hey, nobody can drink till they're 21. We should figure that out.
3: But I can die for my country at 18.
4: Yeah, when I, when I went to college in Illinois, you could drink at 19 in Wisconsin. So we'd go over. I went to a Baptist college, and we'd go over to, to Wisconsin. Did you
1: have to have a parent or a legal guardian present or anything nope. like that?
4: Nope. I thought All that right.
1: was a stipulation in some states.
4: I, maybe I just looked like a parent.
1: <laughs> I would get a note from my mom.
2: Well, I was always carrying a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Not, oh, like, yeah. in, not oh. like in my arms, but you know. However, prior to, the ena- child.
0: <laughs> prior to the enactment of the National Minimum Drinking Age Act of 1984, the legal age when alcohol could be purchased varied from state to state. Yep. Interesting.
1: Yep. So yeah, 1984 York. is when it went federal? Yep.
2: Oh, fucking Van Halen fucking, sucks. God damn it. Isn't that a Van Halen album, 1984? All right, thanks you Cobra.
0: listeners Answer. for coming back to us after our ad break. Uh, we're moving on to our final
2: <coughs>
0: spaceside Scotch of as, our two-part
2: series. As mentioned in our previous episode, not all Highland scotches be, can be called sides, but because sides are an sides. offshoot of Highlands, all sides can be labeled Highland. So if anybody wants to... To challenge me and say, McAllen isn't a Speyside, it's a Highland. Well, it's labeled a Highland because it's still in Speysides, though. Mm-hmm. So it's still in that region, but they choose to label it Highland just for personal choice. So huh. if anybody wants to fight me on that one, bring it, you little bitches.
3: All right, I Will, will Smith your ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's that,
3: cry?
0: Pop culture <laughs> strikes its ugly head again. Or rears its ugly head again. Anyways, this, this last one is the Macallan, the Harmony Collection Rich Cacao at a 44% ABV. So this is the second highest out of the two-week day, uh, two week, uh, contest here.
2: Either way. Either yeah. way. I'm sorry. I that an wrong. exceptionally
0: rich single malt whiskey characterized by its deep, dark chocolate profile. Ooh, an exploration of chocolate. A collaboration with renowned pastry <laughs> chef, Jordi Roca, of three Michelin star restaurant, El Celler de Roca, This release brings the worlds of chocolate and whiskey to life. To create the first limited edition whiskey in a new annual release series, the McAllen... The McAllen...
3: Where's Evan when we need him? The Macal, <laughs> he, can, he can enunciate.
0: The McAllen whiskey maker, Polly e. Logan, embarked on a unique journey to Corona, Spain where she immersed herself in the world of chocolate, exploring the chocolate-making process and uncovering the distinctive flavor profiles at Casa Cacao.
3: That's House of the Chocolates.
2: <laughs> Nailed it, I guess.
0: Polly worked with Jordi Roca, owner of the famed chocolate boutique and hotel Casa Cacao, and the youngest of the acclaimed Roca brothers. As part of the exploration, she also spent time with Master Chocolatier of Casa Cacao, Damien Alsop
3: Oh, of the so, Alsop family So,
2: McAllen is <laughs> uh, McAllen is You know Texas? R- right up there with Glenn Litt, Glenn Fiddick for I don't know McAllen probably sells more than anybody else It's so
4: influenced by Europe though Who is? This This product.
2: Yeah. So, well, Macallan makes a shit ton of different expressions. In fact, I believe it was probably Macallan or Glenmorangie that really got me into scotches. Um, Because very approachable, very much have those sweet, distinctive flavors that we associate with Highland or Speyside scotches. Um, But this is not your typical fucking... Scotch. You're
4: fucking no,
2: the, typical. The kick. Oh, it was a finger. I didn't use a whole fist.
1: I didn't use the, the
4: chocolate on oh. the nose. Thank
1: you for being so gentle.
4: Oh, yeah. my stars.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I, chocolate and. Something.
0: So the color. Let's talk about the color first. Chocolate the color is earth. the second darkest of all the ones that we've had. With yeah, clearly the Kirkland Twenty Three was yeah, the darkest. Yeah. Now you're supposed it to is get on the aroma.
3: the glass really
0: well though. Yeah, it's got nice legs. Uh, the aroma: they chocolate, fondant, honey, oak, zesty lime, and ginger.
2: Mm, so I don't know about lime and ginger, but I definitely get chocolate. Mm-hmm. I definitely get honey. I definitely get a little bit of ginger.
4: I'm getting oak.
1: All that makes sense to me. I I, I, still, I smell all of those. I still think I'm getting a little a, bit more Marianne.
2: Oh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe professor. a little bit of the professor, <laughs> yeah. The, but there's also some Jesus Christ. Herbie. There's also some back end fruit notes that you're getting too. That's or, Gilligan. Uh, that I get. That back end fruit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that lime. It kind of it kind of smells uh, I don't know like that like, like a lime like a burnt tire, but it's a little bit, Ooh,
4: yeah, but
0: without that harsh tarness. But, like,
4: that's that cocoa bean
2: that I think decadent is what
1: it smells like. I think
0: to me. honey, lime, and ginger together has that flavor that's like, or that smell that's kind of like, yeah.
1: So, on the front end, but of it's tasting. Pleasant. I, I taste the lime right away up front.
0: Hmm. I think the lime like makes that whole thing like blunt, ah. blunt, like, um. Like having a 15 pound medicine ball at 30 miles an hour slam you in the head or in the face. That hurts. Yep.
4: I taste the lime up front. In my throat, I taste the other, the the vanilla, the chocolate. Yeah, even the honey. I, don't,
1: I thought I thought that cacao taste, the the chocolate taste would be more prevalent, but I think because you get the lime up front, that? it kind of cuts that chocolate flavor. I
3: don't get lime, a little I, bit. but I agree with you, Tori. I, get, can't, I, I I was expecting to taste a little bit more chocolate than than I am tasting. I I get more chocolate on the aroma than I do the taste. Yep. I get some burn. Uh, I get that lime or that that citrus. Right away. Orange. I get, I get can't eat orange, not lime. Then it goes kind of burn, and then I get like uh, I, oak uh, leather, and then it kind of dries off, and then it kind of burns my chest again.
2: I kind of agree with you that I don't really necessarily get lime, and maybe it's because you're getting lime and ginger together yeah. that I get that orange. Orange, yeah. So oh. to me, it's like chocolate-covered orange yeah. slices. Mm. and um, That's what I'm getting. Um, some ginger and then that sweetness. I think the chocolate just stays the whole fucking time, though. The chocolate, I think you guys are saying it's not that pronounced, but for me, I get all these flavors like, that are happening. But, but, but for a whiskey in but but general, it's, but it's this, all inside of that chocolate.
0: Yeah, this is the most chocolate, or probably the second most chocolate I've ever had of a whiskey
4: mm-hmm.
0: come through. So the finish is like all like like rich milk chocolate.
2: Orangey, uh, that rye spice. I get more bitter, buzzy
0: tongue feeling.
2: More bitter, dark chocolate. But yeah, yeah. the sides of my tongue, buzzy, right here. Yeah, buzzy. They tingle. Wow, There's, that's
0: that's different.
2: This is uh, this is one of those where you have to have the rule of three.
0: Yep. You got it. You keep,
2: gotta keep tasting it.
0: Yeah. Can you sample you it a few times? pour it to... down
4: just a little bit so we can see. Oh, and cinnamon. So okay. dark chocolate, yeah, yeah, honey, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. dates, Thanks. vanilla, and cinnamon. Yep.
4: Cinnamon comes
1: up a lot, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to matter what you're thinking about when you take the taste. Like the first word I read was lime, so the first taste I had, oh, I, like how you I, I tasted your beer. Uh, I tasted yeah. <laughs> lime. So if you're thinking chocolate when you take a sip, you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna taste the chocolate more than anything else.
4: But so I'm don't still... think about
2: anything. Clear I'm... your minds, and the rest will follow. Thank you. And both. <laughs> I'm
4: still getting that cocoa <laughs> taste. In the after, in the, yeah. in the finish,
2: in it, in yeah. it, and it's a bitter dark chocolate. It is. I just it's can't. It's a believe- little drying. Baker's chocolate. But even after it dries out, it's like man, there's still like so vanilla fun. there, and there's still cinnamon, and there's still little hints of citrus. And yeah. this is, uh, for me, this is fucking incredibly <laughs> well balanced, but uh, <laughs> just Zoom a tight. roller coaster of
0: shit going on. Listen, uh, going back to the nose again. I get chocolate orange cola. After tasting it, and letting the letting the the whiskey sit on my tongue for a bit, and go back to the nose.
4: <coughs>
3: Clearly, Bless he's allergic you. to it.
4: <laughs> after you say that, yeah, I go back uh, to have it you again. Ever, have you ever had uh, that um, Texas Coke cake? That cake that's chocolate. I've and had Texas made... Coke. Texas Coke. I was going to say the, the, the Chelseas have.
3: It's, it's I've had
2: some a... Coke from a lot of. Pla- when you have nostrils like this, you definitely do. Co- it's a, it's
4: it's a cake that's very chocolatey, and it has li- and you, and the liquid in it is Coca Cola. Huh. Have you ever had that? Never. No. This tastes like that, and that makes me a little angry.
2: Oh. <laughs> Jenny's getting angry. No, I, I, oof, I had to clear out my senses after that. Sorry, guys. I adore this, uh, scotch.
0: Yeah, this is really super interesting. I w- this is very, very complex in everything, nose, palate, finish. It's the most complex that we've had in these two weeks out of the six we've had. Um.
1: So I'm thinking about this in relation to this, to the Kirkland that we had okay. just before. I didn't like the complexity of the, the Kirkland. But for some reason, I do appreciate the complexity of this one. So I don't think it's complexity that you dislike.
2: I think it's still the types of flavors that it, it brings up, right? It's not like I hate complexity. It's I just don't like the flavors that keep coming up in that one.
1: Okay, Where yeah. The flavor, I, the complexity
2: on this one, it's bringing you flavors that you do enjoy, right. comparatively speaking.
0: You no, know this reminds me of Signet a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm. A little bit because that one did have a lot of chocolate and a lot of uh, espresso notes and things of that nature. And this is kind of leaning towards that same chocolatier thing. And that richness. Yeah. And so you were talking—I'm sorry to interrupt, um, but I'll forget if I don't. You were talking about just having one of the scotches as a dessert.
4: Right, right. This one, the Kirkland.
2: This McAllen. Definitely could be a, a dessert to me uh, because it's so rich.
4: I can uh, I can see that. I'm. I tell me if I'm angry for the wrong reasons, and I'll find another reason. Well, oh, I mean, be you're, angry. You're, I mean okay.
2: your your brow is thoroughly furrowed of, right now. I've got lots of angry reasons.
4: <laughs> I okay. I like scotch, and there are certain things that I like it. You've introduced me to scotches, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, now this is what I like. I like the peat. I like the smoke. Nothing I like about Scotch as Scotch, not just as a a a, a liqueur or or, Or whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I none of those things are in this. There's no smoke. There's no Pete. I'm just. I feel like I was horn swaggled
2: uh, Wow! Because, because you and your said, language. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I've had a listen,
0: enough. <laughs> we're gonna be fucking flagged for our you know explicit content if you keep. Well,
4: speaking of those of dad, So You know we're gonna be rated PG-13. Dag now but I have an opinion.
1: <laughs> what incarnation?
2: <laughs> listen here, cauliflower ears.
4: <laughs> I just don't think Scotch is a place for shenanigans. Okay.
0: So in your scotches, you You want more of that smoke? I
4: want, I want what makes it a quintessential Scotch. I don't peaty flavor. If if I want chocolate, give me cake. If I want lime, give me a margarita.
2: Ah. uh, I don't but know. You say quintessential s- central Scotch. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that for a, a hot fucking minute.
4: I'm in so much trouble. More. Th- no.
2: What
0: I'm
4: saying is, <laughs> you, you're,
2: you're
0: about
4: is, to get schooled a little bit, but, that,
2: but a nice way, in a
4: exactly,
0: nice way. Exactly. I'm gonna sit back
4: and
2: uh, drink my chuggy <laughs>
0: chuggers
4: from Drecker
2: here while these guys talk. And Pete are quintessential Scotch things. Right. More than fifty percent. Of scotch production and sales come from Space Scotches. Right. So your quintessential scotch notes uh, don't are have these.
4: Those. Yeah, right, right, right. These are the ones. These are, this is scotch.
2: This makes up over half of all scotch sales.
4: But chocolate.
2: Not but, but would would chocolate,
4: cacao.
3: But chocolate.
4: But chocolate
1: is bad. That'd be <laughs> shit, yeah.
4: I don't be. want chocolate in my scotch.
1: So think about it like music, right? So. A lot of people have covers, right? Right, the, right. It depends on which one you hear first—the cover or the original—which right. you like best. And you got a cover first,
4: right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So I like. Wait, hey,
1: wait, wait, wait! That's like the fucking one of the best
0: analogies I've ever uh, heard I, this on this I podcast. Guess, I yeah. guess if you're thank slow. you, Tori.
2: So yeah, but
3: Ernie had something to say a minute well, ago. A couple. uh so when I think I agree with you, Jenny. I think I I know where you're coming from. When you think Scotch whiskeys. The first thing I think of is that smoky peatiness, right, that right. earthiness, which Chris just explained half
2: of, uh, I'm wrong, half the time? Less than half because, okay, Speyside, uh does about 50% of the sales of scotch. Highland, which is going to be more in line with Speyside since and, Speyside and, and is and an Queen's offshoot Speyside. of Highlands, right? Yeah. Right, right. They do a, a huge production. The rest of it. The islands have maybe Coastal. 10, 12 fucking distilleries. Islas have maybe 10, 15. Campbelltown has like five fucking uh, lowlands have like five distilleries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a huge portion is Highlands and Speysides. Probably 60 to 70% of Absolute all whiskey right. production is Highlands and Speysides. So this should be your quintessential scotch right here. But in your mm-hmm. head, you're thinking that Scotch is that smoky peatness
3: because mm-hmm. that's what you right. relate. I kind of go back to when we a g- went to a Bridgeview Liquor f- and did the tequila mm-hmm. um, tasting there. That they had their class at Bridgeview Liquors over in Moorhead. Um, the first f- five tequilas were tequilas like just Blancos, Blancos, yeah. uh, you know. But then that last one we had had that it was a Reposado. Right, it has some a light stuff rep, in yeah. it that made it sweeter, which happened to be the one Anne liked the best because it was sweeter and tasted less like tequila. Mm-hmm. But even Evan said, your diehard tequila is won't like that because it's real, not real tequila because it's got added stuff oh. to it. Oh, yeah, they added and So sugar. I'm they thinking added, that's what sugars, you are on yeah. this. Right. This has added stuff that you would not normally <laughs> associate with a scotch, that right. chocolatey, that and stuff in there that's you wouldn't associate with a scotch.
2: Right. So you don't so like the McAllen?
4: Is that what you're saying? Right. Okay, this and this.
0: The Kirkland these versus are, the Balveny. Okay,
4: okay. Now these two, this is Hank Williams Sr. singing lovesick blues. <laughs> Balveny is. That... Is the McAllen. The McAllen. I like how you're just pointing Patsy, on a radio show. Patsy. <laughs> <the> McAllen. <laughs> Thank you. Patsy uh, McAllen. Yeah, that's Mac- Patsy Klein. Patsy McAllen. That's Patsy singing "Lovesick Blues." Okay. I listen to it. It's good. I like it, but it's not the one I want.
0: Which is the Balvenie Double Wood.
4: So, That's so to our listeners, senior. Patsy
3: Cline was a singer, and so was Hank Williams Jr. Oh, good no, job. senior. This Se- is senior. oh, senior, senior.
4: senior oh, okay. He uh, no, he, he he had the original. The guy who cover. did the most hey,
0: drinking, I mean, the
2: most the coke, and, and the most Hen, fucking Hen weed ever is a bourbon. He's not even a scotch. He's not Patsy Cline yeah. or his father.
4: He's not here.
2: Yeah, and he's also not in our studio.
0: All right. So, is, is there any other like flavor notes that you're getting from the the McAllen, Jenny? that you do like or it's,
2: it's rich okay if, yeah. oh, if we didn't good.
3: if we didn't say this was a scotch jenny yes if we told would you it was cake
0: yeah
4: would you like <laughs> this if we said oh. li-
2: hey i've got some liquid cake for you do you would, like liquid cake
4: i would order this if this was the lava in the cake <laughs> yes okay <Ooh.
1: laughs>
0: that's good that's good of you all right uh any other notes on the macallan and this one was like 160 bucks what yeah.
4: <laughs> that's some expensive lava.
0: It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that's because. Enigma. Well, the reason why it's priced so high is because A, it had to sit for a little bit, and, and B, they had to really take all these barrels that had the most chocolate notes to them, according to Chocolatier. What was her name again? Let's go back up to the top uh, here.
2: Jedi something. Jedi mind. Jode. 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 Jody. Where the, Jode. Where the hell did it go? Tom Jode. <laughs>
0: the ghost of not old time, Joe? Right. Polly. Yeah,
1: oh, I same wasn't
0: even thing. close. Polly. Okay, yeah, not even close. So, Polly chose out of all the barrels in the Rick House over at McAllen, she chose these certain ones that has the most chocolate notes, two of them. And they added those ones to this one specifically.
2: And it's a very rare release. Yes. They, they're not probably going to make many of these after this year. Mm-hmm. They're going to move on to something different. So these are very specific
0: it. barrels aged for a very specific time with very specific flavor. No one said it added together. Now, there's no added flavors. This is all right. just specifically based on the barrels they had in the rickhouse and then added after that to these other fortified wine barrels. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. It's the chemistry. All right. Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm going to start this. You and should. I'm going to give this... Uh, Jordi Roca. God. I like this more than the the Kirkland for sure. So I have I have to do up a quarter
1: here. 4.75. Tori. 475 sounds good to me. Jenny.
4: Yeah, fuck this up. Four cuz I'm angry, but I I'm, <laughs> I'm still being kind.
0: Uh this is my favorite in the, uh out of all of them for the last uh two weeks. Uh, Not by wow. very much cuz I do love that Glenn Levitt, but I will give this one um a
3: 4.5 that is also what you gave the belvany mm-hmm.
0: All right 4.75 asshole well, but Thank I'm you for he, correcting
2: me He's an asshole for you not member
0: Yes <laughs> So <laughs> I don't the remember for being a douchebag about a whole thing
2: Touche. Touche. Touche indeed are <laughs> bigger
3: uh 4.5 So I I looking back I rated all these last three... These three. I shouldn't say these last three. 4.5. I liked them all about the same. They all had different tastes and different profiles. Right. But I don't know. I I probably liked this one a little bit more, but I don't know if it was enough to justify another quarter increment. So anyways, 4.5 for me. So the average for the McAllen Harmony Collection is 4.55. Well, that takes first place. That takes of the, day. the
0: chocolate lava
3: cake, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> it actually...
3: Belvenine that, 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 was 4.45, uh, so that was pretty close. So, for the money?
0: Eh. Uh, it oh, was
3: for, worth
2: every penny crisp. paid here's, for. It. Here's, the, yes. here's the deal, though. Now, for the money, I'm going to drink Balvany Doublewood, like, as a daily drinker, uh, price point-wise. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I only liked it maybe a, what, a quarter of an increment, half yes. an increment less than the McAllen. But yeah. I uh that I quarter, would I would never shy away from buying this at that price point the, the because it, it's such an interesting expression thing to, to show to somebody yep. or to just have one. If I'm only going to have dude, a, if you want to
0: taste chocolate and scotch if, or, or or whiskey, check this out. If I'm it's only going to
2: have or Macallan If I'm only going to have one dram, one glass I would much rather have this glass of McAllen than I would the Belvini Doublewood because there's a lot more going
1: on. Well, look how much time we spent on the McAllen, right? Oh, right, talking about it's it. It's divisive.
4: That's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a conversation starter. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, is that
2: worth the extra money? A hundred percent to me. To, to me, you. it is. Yeah. Because I enjoy all the different nuance and all the different things that are going on. I there. think.
0: I think to me, it's. I'm almost to that point. You know, give me another, like, you know. Three dollars an hour on my wage, then uh, I could probably get there.
2: But I mean, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes there's a big price difference and not a big rating difference. But there's still enough. There's your daily. There's still enough there for me to justify buying this. Yep. You're gonna have your daily drinker, and then you're gonna have, "Ah, you know, once in a while, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have this. When we only do quarter increments, it's really hard to fucking tell you how, how much.
0: I mean, we take our, we take our fucking craftsmanship seriously. Like, is this worth even a fucking quarter increment better? That's how hard we think about how we do our podcast. Yeah.
4: So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend my hard-earned comedy money buy this, okay? And that's I don't know, like a year's worth of work right there. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, gonna, you are that, gonna, you are significantly <laughs> underpaid. You've well, got to do gonna, some negotiating. Gonna,
0: well, now well, maybe I should like uh, <laughs> like start paying you to come here just to hang out. So well, I'm, that she's not worth that. So
4: I'm going to I'm going to make a lava cake. I'm not going to bake the lava. I'm going to in Insert the lava afterwards so that I it retain the flavor and the intended flavor and the alcohol and everything in that. But I'm going to figure out a way to make it a lava without baking that with a dram on the side. And I'm going to serve it and I will report back.
3: That's a, why don't
2: why don't you just how bring about it? you just have us <gasps> on? oh why don't I bring <laughs> like, it why don't you yeah, just bring like, it
4: I'll bring it I'll bring it
2: You're like I'm gonna give this to other people.
4: Thanks for the idea. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what they what think I about do, it. No, and I, it, it
2: makes sense because we're not paying you. <laughs> no, I, I'm
4: gonna I'm gonna bring it. I, I I don't know why I didn't think of that.
3: We yeah. ordered you some meat pizza. <laughs>
0: yeah, as a vegetarian, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, a, that's my, payment I enough, like, isn't it? Listen, listen. We we've only had two we guests cooked, on the like, podcast that are vegetarians, and that's JP Martin here. and Jenny Lurussi. I keep forgetting that Jenny is a vegetarian. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> well, I your oh, was, pizza I
0: would have got would have been Your explanation was.
2: I got one with all the all the vegetables on it. Also had all the meats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extravaganza.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so I tell you what, let me start this one off.
2: Uh, okay, and we I are. gave it a what? Four
0: point <laughs>
2: <laughs> seven five, right? We've already done the final tally.
0: Why the fuck isn't Ernie doing his job and giving us the, uh, the the? He already did. Okay. He did. It went, oh,
2: <laughs> so then maybe I'm. We, far we should totally do another <laughs> episode. <laughs> maybe we should I'm totally do another episode in. after this. Who sings far behind? It should be Knox. <laughs> All right. Are we a candle box? Yeah, candle, candle box. box. God, pull well, that like, out. Where we at? Knox is now locked in his candle box. So far behind. Anyway, I thought it was a great episode. Thank you guys for showing up. Thanks so for much. bringing the hey, whiskey, no- man. Hey, Knox. I think I, I, I think I did good. Where could they find you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, no, they they don't find me. That's the whole point. I'm the the very end of the uh, of the episode. You're so at the very uh, end, all right. So okay, okay. I'll give you my uh, kind of uh, my thoughts about space side whiskeys or scotches. Sorry, all well, uh, their whiskeys. Here's what I got. Um, out of all the the last two weeks that we've done six uh, space age scotches, I I would think that I would probably pick honestly out of all of them. Um, if I was to drink something special, I, I, I would do the Balvenie. But if I'm just sitting at home, I'm gonna do the Glenlivet. Because I mean, thirty five bucks. Something you,
3: special at home.
0: Yeah, you get that. You get that. Pineapple fruitiness, off the of scotch. And it's like for fucking are you know, 35, 40 bucks. It's an easy, That's pretty cheap, easy fucking uh, buy. So, uh, my favorite of the space sides Let's see was back. to me the Glen Levitt. Not as far as ratings and flavor, but as far as like what I'm going go to go value. to. Dollar value versus uh, flavors and what the best uh, bang for your buck. For me, it's going to be the Glenlivet 12. So if we're
2: banging for dollars... If we're banging for dollars. I, I, I'm either Glenn Fiddick or probably the Balvenie Doublewood bang for your buck. But literally, like the, the if, I'm, better? if I'm sitting having... App, so you like the chuckliness more? If I'm going to have a drink, just one, it's either the McAllen or the the Kirkland. Those are, those are my one-offs. What do you think about this? Let's have a conversation. Drinks. Hmm. But okay. if I'm just... Every day... Belveny Doublewood or Glenfiddich.
1: Everyday for me the Belveny and special occasion, special people the McAllen.
0: All right, Ernie? What? What do what are your thoughts oh, on
2: Yeah, we uh, added a new segment.
0: <laughs> if, you, if if you're going if you're going to choose a daily out of these I six. I like that
2: Belveny,
3: I think, or okay. the uh, maybe the Glenfiddich. Hmm. Um the McAllen would be kind of like, yeah, special, you know. Uh, when you guys aren't around, kind
2: <laughs> <laughs> of. If you. I'm not sharing, <laughs> right? It's the McAllen. Yeah. How about you, Jenny?
4: The Belveni, uh, for every day. But I find it interesting that I am v- rather excited. Don't don't write that down or anything because I'm still angry. <laughs> but I'm rather excited about cooking with the McAllen. Ooh. But I find it interesting because it was created with a pastry chef.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so. I mean it's a very uh, interesting, you know, misnomer about. Or, That's why I wanted to finish on
2: you or with it. <laughs> God, that, <laughs> you're the finisher. <laughs> I am the try finisher. My, uh,
0: try no. my avocado soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well,
3: that's I, been a while since we heard that one.
2: That's what I got to say about the year finish. Travis Gilbertson, fuck him. He was yeah. supposed to be on today. Yeah. And he canceled last minute because he might have been drunk early. He,
3: he was probably uh, re- doing some uh, research too early in the day. He Two did. hours
2: too early. I told him uh, we we're doing scotch. He woke up to some scotch and then uh, was probably went, went to bed with some scotch. I'm, I'm
1: guessing he's probably drunk by 10. Well, he just practiced too hard. That's yeah. all. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you can't fault the guy for giving it us all even that I practice. mean, he was one of the
0: original founding members. He should he should know that you don't you don't pregame <coughs> He's an is actually
3: of the Bruce, reason Bruce, I'm reason here, reviews. so. Yes. That's why I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Final oh, point
2: of the day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks the, for Chris Travis. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up like safe sex and get the fuck out of here. All
0: right. Uh so just like final... after safe sex. So we'll, I did Cheers. my final notes on space Scotch. Does anybody else have any final notes? We already did them. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> Tori? We should do I'm another good, episode. Man. I'm good.
0: All right. Jenny, what do you got? For gigs coming up,
4: Shady Beach Grill on April twi- uh, April 15th, April fifteenth, April twenty second. I'm with Nathan and Marlon in Judd, North Dakota. Don't be jealous. I've never
2: even heard of Judd, North Dakota, but I fucking want to go. Yeah, now I want to go. Please, Please, come. Come. Go. Please it, come. It's you, not too far. You, yeah. Marlon, and Nathan. Yes. Oh, that might be a good time. We wish a road trip. I mean, talk about a hoot nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for my language.
0: <laughs> hoot nanny. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, calm down. Yeah, I mean, we got, we got, we got. Apparently, we have students Jenny's listening. has got be
2: cursing like a goddamn sailor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All
0: right, how are you, bigger, and where can
2: they find you?
3: I'm cursing like a kindergarten
2: Kindergarten Kinder yeah, fuck that, man. Let's
3: mess that up. Kids, are ah, a- I'm gonna be stumbling across the
2: street like normal. I'm stumbling like a kid in Narnia. <laughs> Good point I know
0: Alright uh, we want to thank Our sponsors For supporting our show uh, It's Parker Underground And uh, Bridgie, Your Liquors And we want to And we want to Thank you especially Our listeners Without whom this podcast Couldn't eyes. happen
3: <laughs> I feel like we probably Could not do the podcast Without them
0: And to you we say
3: <laughs> May your glasses be full people, people, people And your spirit High Cheers.
0: Cheers Fuck you Earn
2: <laughs> I mean yeah We could I do I lost, I lost my Dude. job I don't Look even need this. To click the glasses yeah. anymore Listen We, we There he goes That was wild
0: Listen, we could do the, the show open without, your, with, without your, the audience, but it would be. You open know, your eyes
2: when you speak to me, Knox. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's not going to remember today. Love you. This has been a Predica Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always, because it's fun to come always.